broadcasting location. This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system. America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Hour number three. This is Lock and Load, and here we go. Think, aim, fire with investigative reporter Lee Williams and Bob Keller from Gamut Resolutions. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Hey, guys. I I did watch my required video, if that's what we're leading off with. I watched my video. Um, Yeah, I I took a look at it. I've I've never seen anything like it in my life, and I think it brings up a larger issue. Um, The guys on YouTube, and I'm not trying to tar everybody with the same brush, you got to watch what you're doing. This video, I don't know, Bob. Have you seen anything that bad? Uh, well, yes, I have. I mean, there's they're shooting at each other. Yeah. So, I mean, but this one, I, I didn't even like research it. I just watched the videos, doing stuff. So I did see see it, and uh, I mean, you can explain what the video is. But I mean, the guy's pointing a loaded gun at the dude, and that actually takes a shot. Yeah, it's the um, worst thing I've seen in quite a while. Uh, uh, is that American? Yeah, yeah, that's one. Really? Yeah, that's American. Okay. Well, it goes into it's, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I was just talking to my buddy about this. So, like, I'm 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 so sick of the industry and the videos. That, I mean, it's just embarrassing now. And it, and it's, yeah. it's it's social media's fault. And yeah. it's the algorithm's fault. You know, like they, it's got to be videos. It's got to be a certain amount of time for them to actually push it out to whatever. Well, then everyone goes down that road because everyone wants followers, right? That's the most important thing in life is having followers. And most, the most important thing for the social media is to keep you on your darn phone. I mean, it's the more, it's ridiculous, but it's forcing. And it's funny you show you, you sent me this cause I was just talking about how, how it's ruining people. I mean, like putting these stupid videos out and spending all this time doing these stupid videos, um, just for content. And it's like you're gonna eventually run out of content, right? So then you got to start adding the fluff that we were talking about last week and the the stupid stuff and the the stuff that doesn't matter. But I mean, unfortunately, that's what everyone everyone wants to do because they're so worried about getting followers. Yeah, this for our for our listeners, it starts with a guy taking a Glock 19 and putting a it's it's locked back. He puts a magazine full of live rounds in it, mm-hmm. uh, let chambers around, and points it right at the instructor's belly. I'm not kidding. The yep. instructor grabs it by the top, pushes it off to the side. Then the guy torques off around. Yep. Of course, doesn't cycle because the guy has his hand on the slide. Yeah. And the instructor strips it out of his hand, chambers around, and starts shooting. Um, the, ra- the, the gun is at his belly. Okay, I I pointed guns at dude's belly before. I, I know you have, Bob. 
But uh, it was a, I was a, they were about to leave this earth had they not complied. Right. <laughs> a little bit different than, than doing it for a stupid video. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it's, 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 uh, it's unreal what people are doing now to get people to watch videos. It's, it's dangerous, and it's, uh, I can only see it getting worse. Yeah. Because then, you know, the, we, the, the people that don't realize or, or don't, well, I guess it is, don't, don't realize how unsafe it is, and they're going to see that, and they're going to want to one-up it. You know, like, yeah. oh, if guys are if guys are shooting at each other with live ammo, or if people are putting guns with live ammo and then doing these things, well, then I need to do it too, right? And then it just goes down, goes down that road. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. The the, the problem is, uh, from a, a human perspective, one, that you're going to shoot somebody and kill them, but two, from a shooting industry perspective, any shooting death or severe injury at a range, it's national news. You know, it is going to be used by the other team. Yeah. They've just created a video for the other team, for the people that want to strip us of our rights. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this right now, the legacy media could use this video as evidence that we're all a bunch of reckless thugs. <laughs> and, 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 but you're right. Yeah. The, that's, that's what the, yeah, you, people need to, need to think before doing stuff. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and you know, I was looking at that, and I'm thinking, you know, if you if you had video of, of a, a legitimate instructor like showing ready up drills, and or yeah, you know, some, that, that doesn't get any views. It's not yeah, cool. I know, <laughs> I know. You, you're gonna have to do shooting at each other. Well, you know, okay, and that's, I'm sorry. That's why, that's why ha- yeah, that's why it happens because they know that that doesn't sell. It's, it's brutal. Yeah, I mean, I'm hopefully, I'm hoping the guy. I didn't look at any of the comments or anything. I'm hoping he's getting shunned, you know. And I'm hope, I'm hoping people aren't like liking it and going, "Oh, cool, that's a good way to, you know, take a gun away from someone." See, see, part of the thing with part of the thing with social media, uh, I have developed this this capacity to just not care. So yeah. during the height of the of the of the gushing love fest that was going on with the Sig P365. I put out a video saying Sig P365, not a gun I will carry. Right. And you would have thought I was attacking their manhood. (laughs) My normal like to dislike ratio on any video I put up there is like in the mid 90s. With that video, it's in the it's like 60.1 percent liked. And I've I've had over a hundred thousand views of it. And it, it it was such a sensation at the time that it got put up on the gun feed, which has since sort of fallen by the wayside. But uh, you know, gone away, gone away, gone away. But I mean, uh, I don't. I'm I'm not one of those people to go along. That the, the hype is sometimes the hype is a little more than I'm willing to go with. I wait a long time whenever a new gun comes out. Oh yeah. Well, and look at YouTube. I mean, it is such a powerful tool. You, like you know, you can reach a hundred thousand people, or more. You can reach a million. You can reach five million people. Why not show them something that that's legit? Yeah, yeah. Because YouTube, look at how many things you can find on YouTube if you don't know how to fix something at the house. So just yeah. how many how many gun people when they put it into YouTube, like how to how to unarm someone. And then that video, and then that video pops up, and people that don't know any better, are like, oh, 
okay, well, maybe I need to go out and practice this, you know? You know, I just used it, uh, how to install uh, the, the parts in a Glock lower for those uh, those Glock clones that I made. And, mm-hmm. man, there were 50 videos on there. I had my pick. Uh, it's yeah. a powerful tool. Uh, like Bob said, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Just remember, when you're playing with guns on YouTube, you are you are going to serve as an example for the yeah. team. <laughs> exactly. Now, I've never seen anything like this. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know who this dude is, but I'm guessing if he is actually doing classes, uh, mm. everybody's probably gone by after the first hour. I would, I would hope so. Or dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. We're dead. Um, speaking of experts, uh, I hate this, but I, I think we need to talk about it. Anytime there's a mass shooting, the trolls and the gun experts crawl out of their hole to tell you what kind of firearm you need. Usually it's anything but an AR. I mean, and unfortunately, a lot of these dudes say they're ex-military. Uh, to be clear, these guys are not firearms experts. Uh, I don't know of very many in the gun community, although I think I can come up with a few names here. And I know these two dudes can help me come up with a few more. Um, I've been I've been uh, a soldier, a policeman, and I've been writing about guns. Hang on a second, there, soldier, policeman. We're coming up on the break. Okay, I knew it. I knew it. This is Think Aim Fire with Lee Williams and Bob Keller. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. This is Lock and Load, and we're talking to Lee Williams and Bob Keller. We're talking about, uh, well, we we're just talking about stupid people and stupid stupid training and going along to get along and social media influence that influences the influencers. Where were you going there, Lee? You were about to go somewhere, and I had I to. I want to talk about experts. Okay. Because right now, everybody on Twitter is an AR-15 expert. Um <laughs> And, you know, I, I've, been, I've been writing about guns. I, I've used them professionally. I'm not a, certainly not an expert. Not, I'm, I'm about as far from being a gun expert as you can. I can't name too many, although we got one on the, on the show. I'd say, Bob, you're, you know, for me, an expert is somebody I'm going to take their advice unequivocally. I'm going to do what they say just because they are who they are. And I'd put you up there, brother. I, I don't mean to kiss your butt, but you are the true <laughs> tactical shooting expert. If you told me to start using only my left hand, I probably would. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, I, I, I think what makes him an expert in the subject matter is that he has figured out the tools that work best for him. Yeah. And you just run them, right? You're just running them. Yeah, I think, I think the, how you become an expert is you have, you have to have done it for real, and you have to have done it for real many times. To, to actually figure out what works and what doesn't. 
Right. Yeah, especially on the training side. And to understand gear, gear's always going to change and the equipment's going to change, all that stuff. But, like, I, I think the, the biggest thing, as long as we still have rifles and pistols, it, it's, the, it's the smarter ways to train is the, is the biggest thing. Yeah. Tactics are going to change. Tactics are going to be different for everyone, and it's going to be different for every situation. But the shooting never it never goes away. It never that that's not going to change in gunfights until until the equipment that we're using or the guns we're using changes. I would so, yeah. say others I know are Alan Gottlieb. I mean, he is the my boss at Second Amendment Foundation. He's the Thomas Jefferson of gun rights. There is nobody better. I'd even put, um, and this is somewhat controversial, i put Larry Vickers up there as a 1911 expert. Everybody I know that has attended his Build a 1911 class and has paid a hell of a lot of money and walked out of there with a finely tuned 1911 has said it's one of the best classes they've ever taken. Yep, yeah, for, for like that, you know, that's kind of his, his niche and that's his, his expertise. Yeah, he's written good books on the 1911, uh, doesn't stray from outside his wheelhouse. I would put uh, Dave Workman, uh, the editor at SAP, up there for wheel guns. I mean, Dave knew the dude that invented the 44 Magnum. Okay, he used to run around with Jeff Cooper. He's carried a wheel gun and reviewed wheel guns. He's probably got two or three on him right now. I don't know anybody that shoots a revolver like him other than, you know, uh, Jerry Mickwick. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> a true expert. I don't, you know, if, if these type of dudes told me to ditch my AR because it's no good, I'd consider it to go back to the AK. That's what that's what people were saying? Yeah. Yeah, you don't need an AR. And they're saying that they're a military veteran and an AR is a weapon of war and you shouldn't have one. Civilians don't need them. I'm like, oh, jeez. What the heck? Which, yeah. which military yeah, do I serve in? Uh, I don't know. I Salvation think Army. Salvation Army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you know, here's this thing about the AR that I've been saying all along. So, you know, they had Dettelbach in front of uh, in front of the house, and they wanted him to define the A. You know, what is an assault weapon? And he told them, "Well, that's up to you, right?" So why aren't they sitting there going, you know? We can make the description right now. A assault weapon is based upon the mechanics inside the fire control group. It has to come to you with a automatic sear. Not it can't be converted. You know, we're not talking about guns that can be converted. We're talking about if you want to know what an assault weapon is, it, it has a selector switch and it is mechanically able to fire automatic fire. Right. Select fire. Yep. Yeah. Right. And then put that out there, codify that, and then say, by the way, the Hughes Amendment, that's, 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 that's out of the way. Because now we're going to have, uh, now you can buy a assault rifle, and maybe it has to be on the NFA, but instead of it being $30,000, maybe it's $2,000. Sure. But I, I don't understand why they're not going with that. I don't understand why they're not rolling that out, going, hey, hey here's our opportunity. Is it just yeah. me? No, I, I'm no. jumping up and down. Define it. Define it. Yeah, it's uh, a military-style rifle that ha- has select fire. Boom. Crazy. Uh, and when you look at the, I mean, I just wrote about this recently. When you look at the number of ARs used in crimes or even homicides, it's so it's so small. Uh, I'm just going to cite this again. There are more than 10,000 firearm homicides in 2019. 
but only 364 involved rifles. And that's rifles of all types because the FBI doesn't define uh, or maintain a specific data set for assault rifles. So we're probably talking about uh, less than 100. Uh, you know, if you look at handguns, out of that 10,000 firearm homicides, they're responsible for 6,300. And knives killed 1,400 people that year. So it's not the assault weapon. It's not the AR. I just, you know, I, I get so, I get, I'm, I'm all admit this, I get a little worked up. Nah, these damn things. It's frustrating. It is. I do too. I mean, can you name a better platform for self-defense, for home defense than an AR? I mean, Appreciate it. It's going to be the best. What's up? You got you, you got to do it, don't you, Bill? No, uh, no. no. You you just you started to, your, your your audio started to uh, to spaz. Oh, I, <laughs> I got one more rant, and then we'll get to the question. You know, I spent a significant amount of my life studying Russian and the Soviet military, and including the their annual victory parade that's in May. Did you dudes see the parade this year? I saw I saw a clip of it. Yeah, it was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, you had entire tank battalions. You had rocket units. You had you know BRDMs, BMPs, ADA, uh, a huge aircraft show. Yesterday they had one tank, one track vehicle, and it was a T thirty four. Uh, which is a World War II vintage uh, tank. But this one was, wasn't even Russia. It was made in Ukraine. It was a car key. And they had no aircraft. So, uh, yeah, I, I just saw a clip of, like, the marching. So I didn't see any of the, the equipment. I would say the rest of their tanks are over in Ukraine uh, yeah. working as pop-up targets for the Ukrainian yep. gunners. <laughs> I, I volunteered yeah, to go over there and fly drones with grenades attached to them. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. But, but you know they're saying right here, now here Poland has a stronger military. Well, that, that that that's just sad. Coming up on the next break, uh, Lee Williams is the investigative reporter at the Second Amendment Foundation at saf.org at armedamericannews.com at at the gunwriter.substack.com. Bob Keller, he runs Gamut Resolutions. If you want to learn from an expert in the subject matter, which is gunfighting, that's where you go. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. years, Aero Precision has paved the way as a leading manufacturer of American-made AR parts. Aero Precision caters to the rifle builder by engineering quality receivers, hand guards, and other essential parts. Aero Precision's added enhancements create a smooth build process from start to finish for beginners and seasoned builders. Whether this is your first rifle or your 50th, Aero Precision offers everything you need to make a quality AR at an affordable price. 
In the 21st century, the handgun has become the preeminent self-defense tool. At CNH Precision, we specialize in taking your weapon to the highest degree of functionality possible with a complete array of goods and services specializing in red dot sight installation. CNH Precision will help you realize the most effective handgun the first time. If you need slide milling, installation, or accessories, go to chpws.com. CNH Precision. Welcome to the Moon Squad. At Chambers Custom, we have one job. We strive to build the most obsessively, reliable, accurate, and beautiful pistols for the discriminating gun owner. Using the ageless 1911 design with a 21st century approach to each part and component, Chambers Custom meticulously begins each pistol as a standalone project, creating a bespoke, handcrafted, peerless firearm. They integrate all of the internal, external, and intrinsic elements that make a custom 1911 unit. Go to ChambersCustom.com. Chambers Custom, truly the mechanical advantage. At Spikes Tactical, we are all shooters with a very simple mission. Make the best product we can perfect at the best possible price for our consumers. We strive to produce the best components and rifles available with quality control second to none because real-world events don't allow for a second chance. Whether you are an operator, competitor, or home defender, Spikes Tactical will serve you well. Go to SpikesTactical.com. Spikes Tactical, 100% American-made to the highest standard. No such thing as a fair fight, and we bring the unfair advantage that is the 2011 platform. Dominate at Staccato. We know the most important gun you own is the one that you're carrying when you're facing that threat to life and freedom. Win. We want you to enter that objective confidence that you are carrying the best gun in the gunfight. No compromise. No sacrifice. Staccato2011.com. Stand ready to face down the darkness with 2011. Holster.com, the home of DeSantis Quality Built American Made products for 45 plus years. Supporting police and government contracts from first responders to responsible citizens. Holster.com is your source for quality American made leather and Kydex holsters for the armed American. For concealed carry or open carry, Holster.com has what you need. We didn't invent concealment, we perfected it. Go to Holster.com now and buy a DeSantis holster today. What's in the name? If that name is Ace Firearms, you've just entered a very expensive business. First, a fully appointed gun shop with all the guns, ammo, and accessories you could possibly imagine. But then you enter the manufacturing facility that is home to Red Alligator Concealment, Militia Arms Customs, and so much more. Ace Firearms is beyond a simple gun shop. This is a totally peerless operation. To find out more, go to acefirearms.com. Ace Firearms. This is only the beginning. At MGS, we have what it takes to reinvent yourself. With a curriculum designed to balance work, family, and a gun repair education, MGS provides the gateway into one of the fastest-growing segments of the gun industry. Modern Gun School's mission is to provide high-quality distance education using time-tested materials and hands-on projects designed to develop a proficiency in both the technique and the business of gunsmithing. Go to mgs.edu. MGS Trade School. Your future is waiting. back we are talking with lee williams and bob keller from gamut resolutions lee williams investigator this is think aim fire by the way just for you know just so we know and uh well 
Where are we going now, fellers? We got questions, uh, and I like this one a lot. I live on a half-acre lot in a Miami suburb that that's becoming worse each day. Moving is not a financial option yet. I want to get a dog to plus up my home security. What breeds do you recommend? Any wouldn't, and it's signed, thanks, drowning in meth heads. <laughs> oh. hey, I mean, but definitely not an expert on dogs. So you guys no, me either. I, better... I would recommend a Boston Terrier. <laughs> That's what I have. So, um, I mean, uh, it depends on what you're using it for. Are you using it for home, uh, like home alert or are you using it for self-protection? That's, that's going to be totally different. Yeah, because when it comes to, like, just knowing someone's someone's around in that, that early alert, I mean, any, any dog that barks, it works. You can, I think we've talked about this before, but, I mean, you, you can't beat a dog. I mean, yeah. if it's... Inside is going to be a little bit different, but you have a dog that actually lives outside or or stays outside like they do in Afghanistan and patrols patrols their like their actual like home, which they they do. Um, you, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing and who you are; you can't beat a dog. I mean, they 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 smell you coming, they hear you coming. So when they start barking, even even if it's not the house that you're going to hit. Or go to, um, it, it's, it's an early alert. I mean, we, we ran we ran into it so many times overseas that we started like instead of doing walk-ins, like just started landing back on the X because you know if you're if you're doing a two-mile walk-in, five-mile walk-in, and then three blocks or four blocks out, the dogs start barking in the village. <laughs> everything was everything leading up to that was worthless because now everyone everyone knows someone's outside the village. They get tired. I mean, it's crazy. It's, you, you really, dogs, our dogs are awesome, um, for that sense. Now, if you're talking, uh, personal defense, then, then obviously you're going to go into a different breed. But any, anything that can detect, uh, especially with a good, good nose and, and barks, it's, dogs are awesome for home, uh, home security. Yeah, I'm very happy with, uh, you've met Willa. Uh, she's a little Boston Terrier. Somebody's at the door, she barks her head off. And then, uh, obviously, she's not going to drag anybody down by the neck, but uh, it sure lets me know that uh, somebody's not there. Exactly. It doesn't matter what kind of dog it is, if if that's what you're using. If that's what you're concerned with, any dog that can can sense that and actually bark, you know? You're you're spazzing on us again on on the reception. What do you... What do you what what are uh, the teams using now? Is it all uh, Malinois? Yeah, for us. But LE they they use they use multiple multiple different breeds. I think most of them are going to going to that though. Yeah. Yeah, I I know one uh police canine who's probably been put down that uh I think it bit Daniel and everybody at the department at some time. I mean dudes were talking about shooting him or shooting the handler. Uh, and that was a shepherd. <laughs> didn't didn't get me, um, thank God. But uh, yeah, did a lot of dudes. Dudes writing a report, doctors up, bites them in the legs. Um, but you know, I, I would say uh, I'm, I'm with you. The Malinois, I think, is the way to go. They're uh, 
Hard way. You get one. Be be prepared. Those things are high energy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's my Boston Terrier. <laughs> you got you you have to run those things. I have a Caucasian yeah, Shepherd. Anonymous uh, and Bob, I know the sender on this one, but they don't want their name to be used. Um, this is a big question. Uh, they they reached out. What does Bob think would constitute adequate training for teachers to carry concealed? How about if they only use it to defend their classrooms and not hallways or looking for the shooter? <clears throat> I know. You got a couple hours. We'll we'll answer that. No, <laughs> that's a, a tough one. Yeah, because it's going to be different for each individual. I mean, first this one matters. First, first you got to get them to the point that they they can't miss it, whatever distance it is. That depending on how big the classroom is and where they're at in the classroom, the longest distance you know you get to the point where under stress they they can't they can't miss. And that, oh, I'm sorry, guys. The dog. Somebody's there. I know. Somebody's breaking in. Um, yeah, so... But then the hard part is is the the funding to actually keep them trained, right? And, and the time off. You can't, you can't just get someone proficient and be like, okay, they're trained, they're good. And then, and then not do anything for another year. I mean, if, if it's something like that and that important to where something goes down. I mean, I, I would, I mean, if, if it was up to me, that'd be a weekly call. And if, and if they couldn't, like I would, I would have, I would have, I mean, I'd just come up with my own, my own call once they got to that point. And then it would be, it'd be weekly. Yes. That is totally not doable. Um, but like a, a, a more doable thing than like the actual, that might actually happen. I mean, a, a monthly call. But I mean, okay. literally, if it was me and I had my own way, and then they were actually going to be carrying a gun and they were going to be the ones pulling the trigger if something happened, there'd be a weekly call to make sure that they're still still at the standard. See, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, I just don't think pushing that the there's money. Just, there's just no, no way. There's no way of it happening. Yeah, no yeah. way. That's good. There's no way that would happen, but if I had my way, that's what I'd way. That's, that's how serious I am about not only being the best at what you're going to do when it comes down to that shot, but actually staying proficient at it. Um, but as it was explained to me, uh, they're looking to uh, maybe for a lockbox uh, at the teacher's desk and then lock if the, the bad man comes. Uh, locking the door of the classroom, yep. putting the yep. kids all in one corner, and then shooting anything that comes through that door. Does that change your requirement, or would you still have that? <laughs> then, then it comes down to all the different factors. Um, like, <laughs> are they going to have the? Are they going to have the right mindset to be able to? Like, who else is coming through the door? Obviously, cops need to clear room. Yeah. So are they? Because I do agree with the whole shutting, the, locking the door, getting the gun, getting everyone to a corner. You're in that corner um, with the gun facing the door. So right when the door, right when the door is open, or door opens, 
I mean, you got the guy dead to rights. I mean, that, that's yeah. how that's how I tell people to do home defense. If you have the opportunity to get your family to one room, you know, get them in a the corner and you sit there and wait. I mean, you're not, I don't care who the guy is, if your gun's up and ready to go at the door, when the guy comes in, I don't care how fast he's flowing in that room, you're dead. So, but now can you actually pull the trigger and hit the target <laughs> under stress? So, I mean, to me, the training would say it would, would still be the same, even, even if that's their SOP to get everyone to a corner, stay there, then be up at, you know, and then gun be up on target once the door opens. You, you still can't miss. You miss five rounds, the guy comes in, and now you're sitting there with all the kids back there that, that you're, you're open. Yeah. Hold it right there, there for me. The guy comes in. Hold it right there. We're good. Last break. Last okay. break. And then you guys can run unfettered in the next segment until I run out of time. <laughs> Lee Williams is the investigative reporter at the Second Amendment Foundation, SAF.org, at armedamericannews.com, and at thegunrider.substack.com. Bob Keller, you can find him at gametresolutions.com. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. I'm on the firing line. This is Lock and Low talking to uh, this is Think Aim Fire with Lee Williams and Bob Keller. That interrupting stuff is always just so annoying, isn't it? <laughs> We're going to go on public radio, man. No commercials. Oh, I'm sorry. They have commercials into they'd never let us on. Well, plus <laughs> yeah. all the all the ones that get funding and they're public radio. Well, you just have fun on there, okay? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you won't have an editor in charge of that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Pre-screen everything. Uh, I think we got that one handled. Uh, we got a ton of night vision questions. Four of them are from Vape. Um, I'm just going to hit them. Bob, do you recommend a helmet with NVG? What do you think of the head straps that are out there? And they're because they're cheaper. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have nothing against doing we, we used to call them skull crushers <laughs> they don't work as well as a helmet at least back in the day they're probably a lot better now um yeah. for, you know if it comes to self or home defense stuff using it um <clears throat> yeah they're not only not only cheaper but way way lighter and easier to put on if, yeah. if they've come a long way i mean i'd have nothing against nothing against using skull crusher head mount well, just the, the term skull crusher right now has me thinking no. <laughs> they they used to hurt, man. <laughs> yeah, so helmet was was always you know cause, I mean we would always wear a helmet, especially especially after nine eleven. Um, so we never used those skull crushers, but back in the day, I think it was even like Ranger Battalion. We had those things, and, and they just they they wouldn't stay in your head. Right, uh, you got to, you really got to like counterbalance them. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they come a long way. So, I'm gonna, yeah, if it's a cost of thing, absolutely. You know, I will say they make non-ballistic helmets out there that are 
are not the seven eight hundred dollars you're going to pay for yeah, a decent helmet. Yep, you need a bump helmet and just mount. Have a good mount. Yeah. What's the difference in the generation of the optics other than price? Oh. Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. I know the the, the, the Bill. Are you a night vision yeah. guy? No. Oh, I, I I mean the, the night vision that I used. Uh, it was really good. I mean, I could read a book was in the dark. Was it called a flashlight? No, 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 no. It was actually something <laughs> on my face. It was real night vision. But I mean, was it we, a torch? No, 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 no. It was night vision. NVGs. They stuck a long way. As long out. as you don't have to light it. Um, do you recommend an IR illuminator? Yes, that's a good question. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, that goes um, on your laser, but yes. Uh, one more. Have you ever used any of the cheaper imports? How do they compare to military grade? No, I have not. So, seems like. Uh, I guess the question is what done. what designates military grade? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't we talk does about that, that before? That, does does that right? mean that it won a military bid? Yeah, yeah. right. Because <laughs> I've, I've always wondered that too. Like it's such a it's, it's such an easy term to throw out there. Um. Well, look at our ARs, bro. I mean, to call it military I mean, grade would be an insult. And the reason, I mean, that's the reason why I asked. I don't know. I thought it was on this show, but I was asking someone, like, what actually determines military grade? Because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff on my rifle that I say it's military grade, but then when you start thinking about it, like, how, what, it, there's not, like, someone out there testing and saying, okay, this is military grade. And why? What would, what would, what would even, determine that any I just that the military is gonna use it? Well I always thought of like yeah. before it was military grade, it was mil spec, right? Mil spec? Or mil spec. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah I yeah, always thought mil spec meant especially with weapons that they we knew that these parts are gonna break and the armor's been trained on how to fix these parts <laughs> and we sold these parts to him so that when they do break, we know you know how to fix them. And and so this will hold up because everything that is repairable, we're gonna make repairable on the on at the company level. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad uh, take there at all. Yeah, yeah. No, um, but but not on the on the on the NV side or MVG side, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't messed around with anything other than the stuff that I had about um, the unit and in and in the military. So. And in which year? What, what year were you in, Bob? Years? Uh, ninety-seven to. 2019, yeah. 2020. I'm sure you've used the latest stuff. I, I wouldn't even know how to how to activate that stuff. Oh, that's crazy. How, I wouldn't how know how to activate it. this stuff. Wow. The, the the one I used to use had a crank on the bottom of it that you had to flip from one side to the other, and I mean it went, but then everything was yeah. illuminated in front of me. It was great. You looked a little bit like somebody who you know maybe survived Chernobyl. Um, gosh, I wish I knew. Here's a good uh, question, uh, and it's about military stuff. Anonymous asks, I'm looking at purchasing a single PDS-14. I'd love to hear more about the mounting system Bob mentioned last week, but I cannot afford two units right now. Which eye should I mount the PDS for, my shooting eye or my non-dominant eye, and why? Yeah, you really, that's a good question, but you do have to, you have to go back and forth and try both, because some, some people... I've done it eyes like I'm shooting, but that also applies to night vision and being able to see both if you are using PBS 14. Uh, I mean, really, there isn't 
there isn't a true answer to it. You have to, you have to flip it back and forth and see what works better for you on, on the shooting side. So, so on the PBS 14, and I, it must have just been right at the time. It might, it might, it might have been in my SF days too before, before going to Panos. Um, you really, you have to screw around with it because we would be like, I would keep those things down while I did my CQB, like coming into target, they'd be down. It was PBS 14. So it'd be under one, one eye. And then instead of flipping it up and going like to white light, or even if I did go white light, I'd keep the nod down the whole time and just use my other. So I, I used the PBS 14 on my left eye and then shot with my right eye. I'm used to shooting like that anyhow. Um, but it was, it was, it was, go, it was like figuring out which way, like, can you keep that thing down, go to white light and only see your dot. And then when you're outside, can you still have it on the left side down and still, still be able to just see the night vision? PBS 14, they're kind of cool because of that. Um, but you got you to gotta screw around with it and see what, what eye works better behind the glass. Um, and what, what comes up better. I wish I had like a, yep, it has to be left eye and whatever your shooting eye is, you know, the opposite eye is PBS 14, but it might be different for everyone. That's a good answer though. Um, Darren asked, have you guys ever tried or tested some of the Comblock surplus NVGs? They're much cheaper, but I'm still leery. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. did some research for this one, uh, mm-hmm. Darren. Um, they are cheaper. You can get them for 250 Uh but, and not all of them will, some of them will take, uh, Western batteries, but not all will. I know one dude, and this is years ago, he bought some, but, uh, they were meant to plug into uh, an ATP's electrical system. So okay. it was kind of screwed. Yeah. Also, uh, you got no service, no warranty, probably no spares. So I'm guessing you enjoy them while you can. Um, I, I would, I would, if you're really going to get serious, I would save a little money, put the money aside, and get something that's made over here. It has a service. Yeah, you guys it has service disagree. available to it, yeah. Right, yeah. Service available to it. We are about to run out of time. So before we run out of time, let me pay the homage I need to pay to you guys because I haven't really had. I've been listening too much. I listen too much to the stories. This is my shortcoming. <laughs> Lee Williams, he is the investigative reporter, the sole investigative reporter at the Second Amendment Foundation. You can find him at saf.org. He is the sole writer at armedamericannews.com. And everything, everything he does, which, I mean, a lot of his, a lot of his work shows up at Amalan, the truth about guns, anywhere that they're talking about gun issues. He's sort of the one that goes out there because of the deep diving. All of it begins at thegunwriter.substack.com. Bob Keller. Bob is a highly experienced gunfighter. He has fought on a level that most people are never going to know. And therefore, if you go to take one of his classes, it's going to be one of those. It's a little bit like going to, a, you know, a master, if you will. He wouldn't say so. He'll giggle about it because Bob is uh, sort of deprecating. (laughs) That's why I might mute you. That's fine. Just be quiet. Let me do my thing. (laughs) But you can find him at gametresolutions.com. You should go book a class. Guys, thanks very much for joining me today. Heck yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me next week. Yes, sir. 
Think Aim Fire. I'll be back in 21 hours. Between now and then, remember this. It has never been about gun control. Not once, not ever. It has been. It's always going to be about total control. This has been Lock and Load.